Hello, upstairs, mezzanine to your left. Welcome. Road D, seat 14, straight down to the party. There's a great seats. Places, everyone. Places, please. Strong. Am I living in the twilight? God, zone? I love it when you talk dirty to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Between Acts, an immersive audio experience where each episode takes you on a spellbinding theatrical journey. Who the hell let reporters in here? Here, we set the stage for your imagination. My name is Mate. To freely venture through the works of newfound playwrights. I killed him. I'm a murderer. From dramas to comedies and everything in between. We are coming. Today, Between Acts proudly presents... The Karina Limon Museum. Is there anything to live for when you're old and ugly and crippled and everything's behind you? Film star Karina Limon was once the toast of Hollywood. Karina wants everyone to think she's aged gracefully. But can she keep her reputation intact when a tabloid reporter comes snooping? For the safety of our actors, flash photography is strictly prohibited. So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Karina Lamone Museum situated in my beloved childhood home in the beautiful Georgia countryside. In this presentation, I will tell you of my exciting journey to stardom and my fabulous life in the golden age of Hollywood. The Karina Limon Museum, birthplace of the most beautiful woman in the world. Good morning. Well, sir, we have some of her elegant clothing, possessions from her many gracious homes, posters from her films, rare private photos, and, oh yes, of course, her Oscar. Yes, Miss Lamone is indeed still alive, living in splendid retirement in her beautiful villa in Rome. You're welcome. Goodbye. Oh, I just hate lying all the time, Sidell, about Karina living in a villa in Rome. Ashley, you know the directors have told us it must never get out that she's in an assisted living facility in Florida. I've devoted my life to keeping Karina Lamone's stardom alive. She doesn't want her glamorous image sullied. Like she told you personally. I forgot you two are so chummy. Well, I did meet her at the museum dedication. It was divine. She was gorgeous, even in her 60s. Sidell, I neatened up the storage room again, but I haven't found those missing photo albums. Don't you watch the guests so they can't take anything? Of course I do. Well, just keep looking for them. And Ashley, don't let a word about the missing photo albums get out. Those candid snapshots of Karina are extremely valuable. We'll be in big trouble if the directors find out some of them are gone. The Karina Limon Museum, birthplace of the most beautiful woman in the world. Good morning. We're about four miles in from the highway exit. Just follow the signs. 
We're in between the big Jesus saves sign and the adult time fun flicks sign. Well, sir, that's just human nature, isn't it? Jesus saves you after you've seen the adult time fun flicks. Good morning, happy Haven Inn guests. The film tonight in the auditorium, beginning promptly at 7 p.m., is Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, starring Marilyn Monroe. Stupid movie. Terrible actress. Don't know why everybody made such a fuss over her. What'll it be for lunch today, Aunt Karina? Hmm? The blackened chicken? Grilled cheese. You like that, and it's easy to eat. Damn it, Florence. I may be crippled with arthritis, but I can still chew. I'll have the grilled cheese. Susan Richman, you squealed on me, didn't you? Just being a good citizen, Miss Lamone. Smoking in your rooms against the rules. You could burn this place down, then where would we be? Fuck off. Somebody ought to wash your mouth out with soap, Miss Lamone. Hello, Carl. No, I will not come to the museum's 20th anniversary gala. You know I never leave the Happy Haven. Somebody might recognize me, and the goddamn press might be there. Lie about me like they always did. Look, I'll send the board of directors a telegram. You can read it at the reception. Goodbye. Why don't you go? It might be fun for you. My public must never see me as I am today. They'd laugh at me, feel sorry for me. Look how old she is. What a shame. Used to be so beautiful. Besides, there might be reporters there. No offense, but I don't think it would be the news event of the century. It would be in that shitty town. Oh, look, Miss Lamone, that table over there. Must be the new man they said was coming this week. Heard he was a big professor at the university. My, isn't he handsome? Nothing puts this place in an uproar like a new man without a wife. The girls will rip each other's eyes out trying to get at him. Don't know why. At this age, they only want a nurse or a purse. Either got tea stains on their shirts or pea stains on their trousers. <laughs> Welcome to the Karina Lamone Museum, young man. Won't you sign our guest book? John Smith from New York City. How nice. Most young people today don't care about Miss Lamone. You'll have to wait for the tour. The woman who gives it had to run out to the bank. I'm practicing to give the tour because Miss O'Malley is leaving for her dream trip to Europe in a week, and I'll be in charge of the museum. Oh, really? I'm just so nervous. I hope I can run things. Hope I can remember the tour speech. Haven't had to memorize anything since high school. I don't know much about Miss Lamone. Is she still alive? Oh, yes. Very much so. Living a splendid life in Rome, in her lovely villa. Huh. Listen, I don't really have time to wait for the other woman to get back. I'll, I'll, I'll take the tour some other time.
Good evening, Happy Haven and Jack. The birthday celebration for Mrs. Henry Thornton will be held in the first floor lounge tomorrow at 1 p.m. Happy 90th, Mrs. Thornton. Excuse me, Miss Lamone. May I join you? Or maybe you prefer to be alone? Oh, hell. You could sit down. Well, Professor, your arrival has caused quite a sensation among the ladies. You're all they've talked about for weeks. <laughs> Don't be too flattered. It doesn't take much to stir up the inmates here. So, what do you think of this dump? I'd like to have my old life back, of course, but it's really quite nice here. There is one thing that puzzles me, though, an expression I've heard frequently since I arrived. Going across the street. What does that mean? Somebody's graduated to the nursing home. That building, across the street. So, when you die here, you've crossed the street Styx? What do you mean? The river Styx in Greek mythology is the boundary between Earth and the underworld, between life and death. Oh, well, we don't die here. We pass. Would you care for some sherry? Right here in my tote bag. You better watch it. Drinking in public spaces in this hellhole is against the rules. But go ahead. I won't snitch on you. Would you care to join me? No, thanks. I've got my own poison right here in this handy-dandy little paper cup. Water? Vodka. Why don't you mix it with something? This is how they drink it in Poland. My Polish count. He taught me how to drink vodka. He taught me many things. I refuse to give up my sherry. I want to hold on to some vestige of my old life. Vivian, my late wife, Vivian and I had a sherry every night on our front porch before we went to bed. We discussed the day's events, shared our thoughts, our dreams. She was that perfect. Your wife. We managed to stay married for 40 years. How many husbands did you have, Miss Lamone? Seven? Oh, come on. Not that many. I married one twice, so there were only five. Hope you don't mind if I smoke, because I'm going to anyway. This is a smoking terrace. If it bothers you, there's a terrace in the other wing where smoking is verboten. I just hate to see you ruining your health. Ha! That's a hoot. What difference does it make? I'm half dead anyway. Can't walk anymore. Bathe without help. Pee! Oh. <laughs> does my frankness shock you? Au contraire. I think you are delightful. You are by far the most interesting person here. That's not saying much with this bunch of losers. Well, be that as it may, they are all people nonetheless. They all had lives. Not as glamorous as yours, but lives nonetheless. As real to them as yours to you and mine to me. They were all young ones, full of hopes. Aren't you just the saint? If you insist on being disagreeable, I'm going to leave. No, stay. I'm sorry. I'm not used to nice people. I've never met too many in my line of work. If you don't mind my asking, what is a glamorous star like you doing in a place like this? Long story. Nowhere else to go. 
When I ran through all of my money, my sister Rose lived near here and said I could move in with her. That's her granddaughter who comes to visit me. Florence, dull girl. When I moved in with Rose, I had to donate nearly all my belongings to my museum. Your museum? In my childhood shack in Georgia. The only glory I have left. Those people treated me like shit when I was a kid, and now I have my own museum there. Isn't that a hoot? I think it's sweet that people care that much about you. Very touching, actually. When the woman who runs the museum lectures about my life, it's all lies. The tourists love it. Anyway, that arrangement with Rose lasted one month. I nearly killed my sister after she poured all my vodka down the drain. So, Rose looked into this place, made them promise to keep it under wraps that I was here, especially if those lousy reporters started nosing around. Doesn't the media come with being a celebrity? I hate them. They always said terrible things about me, and they ruined one of my marriages, the only one that stood a chance. Number four, photographed us screwing on the beach on my private Greek island. That photo ended up in all the papers, and his snooty law firm kicked him out. He left me. The only man I ever really loved. That is indeed a shame. I'd like to hear all about your life, if I'm not crying. It's a long story. The evening is young, Miss Lamone. Welcome, guests, to the Karina Limon Museum. I'm going to tell you about Miss Limon's exciting life, and then I'll show you some of her clothing and jewelry, and of course, her Oscar. <clears throat> Miss Karina Limon was born right here in this charming little cottage on May 26, 1938. Her real name was Mary Lou Higginbottom. Karina's father, George, was an automobile mechanic, when he could find work. Her mother, Hattie, was a housewife, but to supplement the family's meager income, Hattie took in lodgers. Ah, the lodgers. Those goddamn lodgers. What was that? Nothing. The family was poor. But it was rich in love, and even after she became a great star, Karina looked back on her childhood here as an idyllic time. Over the years, she has always returned to this home as often as possible to draw nourishment from this land and her roots. Ha! Once I escaped from that crappy shack, I never came back. Except for Mama and Daddy's funerals. Roots my ass. Stunningly beautiful, even as a child. From the time Karina was a little girl and had the lead in the school's Christmas pageant, she dreamt of going to Hollywood and becoming a star. She confided in her older sister Rose, and Rose gave her all the money she'd hidden away in her mattress. Twenty dollars. Rose didn't give me that money. I stole it. But I paid her back later, introduced her to my billionaire, and she got to go on his yacht all around the Mediterranean. Couldn't walk for a week, he fucked her so much. <laughs> oh, dear. 
So off to Hollywood, Miss Lamone went on a bus. She worked as a waitress for a while, then got hired on by the movie studios as an extra. But she still had to wait tables to make ends meet because she just couldn't get that big break. Because I wouldn't screw the big producers. I never did it to get ahead. One night, Miss Lamone was hired to serve food at one of those fabulous Hollywood parties. Rumor has it that it was Clark Gable's house, but we're not sure about that. It sure was. God, was he gorgeous. Really knew how to drink and screw. One of the guests at the party was a casting director at RKO. He took one look at our beautiful Karina and offered her a screen test right then and there. So Karina got a studio contract. Her big break came in Tell It to Heaven. She went on to star in a series of hits, culminating in her Oscar for Desert Me Not Love. Tell It to Heaven was important to Karina also because she married her leading man, the divinely handsome Ty Bennett. He was the first of her six husbands. Five! I had only five husbands. I married one of them twice. Damn it, I wish she'd get that right. Welcome to the Karina Lamone Museum. Oh, you're back. How nice. You're the young man from New York. The other woman's on a trip? Yes. She always wanted to go to Europe. Went with her ladies club from her church. What's your name? Ashley Hines. Hines? Hines. How do you spell that? H-I-N-E-S. Ashley. Like in Gone with the Wind. You know... You told me last time I was here that Miss Lamone is living in Rome. That's very interesting because I haven't been able to locate anyone who knows where her villa is or can even confirm that she's there. Excuse me, she most certainly is there. Well, the American Embassy says she's not. Well, that's ridiculous. I work at this museum and I know everything. Well, almost everything there is to know about her. With all due respect, ma'am, I think you're lying. Young man, I am not a liar. I'm just doing my job. Just trying to do my job. So where is she? Well, I really don't know where she is if she's not at her lovely villa in Rome. Maybe she's traveling. She can still travel? Her health? Of course she's well enough to travel. She's in her 80s, but she's in good shape. Excuse me, but I, I, I think you're lying again. Young man, I am a southern lady, and southern ladies never lie. It's you New Yorkers who lie and are so pushy. Young people, pushy young people from New York. Uh, I've heard that she's in a wheelchair in a nursing home. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Miss Lamone would never go to a nursing home. In Florida. She would never live in Florida. Her roots are here, in the red clay of Georgia. Besides, she's not in a nursing home. She's in an assisted living facility. There's a world of difference. The Happy Haven Inn is one of the best in the country. Certainly the best in Florida. Miss Lamone would never stay in anything but the best. Or oh, Miami? Is she in Miami Beach? 
Karina Lamone would never be caught dead in Miami Beach. The Tampa area is much nicer. Why do you want to know, anyway? You're leaving? Don't you want to start the tour? Good evening, Happy Haven Inn guests. Tonight's after-dinner lecture in the auditorium Boost Your Immune System with a Vegetable Diet begins promptly at 7 p.m. Please enjoy your pork, barbecue, and cheesecake for dinner tonight, and don't be late. I'm reading the most marvelous biography of John Adams. I highly recommend it. I'm not interested in American history. I never even finished high school. You're trying to change me? One of my husbands was always trying to remake me into something I wasn't. He prepared a list of books for me to read. I couldn't understand a word of any of them. He made fun of me in front of our friends. Finally destroyed our marriage. Which husband was that? The novelist, number three. I'm sorry. I get your husbands all mixed up. The gay actor who never slept with me. The director who screwed around and beat me up. The novelist also screwed around, but I married him twice. The lawyer and the gambler. It sounds like you are well rid of the novelist, my dear, but you have no reason to feel intellectually inferior. You're mired in your past. Pull yourself out of it. Welcome change. Live in the present. What present? Is there anything to live for when you're old and ugly and crippled and everything's behind you? There's still plenty to enjoy at our age. Such as? A good glass of sherry. Fine music. A good conversation like this. Reading. Of course, I had to give most of my library to my sons. That's what was so difficult. One room. How do you condense your entire life into one room? Well, hello there, young man. You're way too young to be in the happy haven. I'm checking this place out for my father. They said I could sample one of the meals. The food's terrible. Better warn him. Miss Lamone, I saw you and the professor drinking down by the duck pond yesterday and drinking last night on the smoking terrace. You know that's against the rules. No, is it, Mrs. Richmond? I'm going to report you, both of you. Fuck you, Mrs. Richmond. You hear that, young man? Big movie star swears like a sailor having a big romance with the professor at her age. Wonder if they do it. You know, have sex. Uh, I'm sure I wouldn't know, ma'am. That kind can't live without sex. She was always a tramp. Them movie stars always are. Well, probably not. He's too old. And where would they do it? In her room, of course. I peeked in there. Looks like one of them flashy bordellos. They could lock the door so the aides have to knock before they barge in. Of course, it's against the rules to lock the doors. I may no longer be able to walk, Mrs. Richmond, but I still have my hearing. Although it's absolutely none of your business. For your information, we are not doing it. Having sex. Fucking... Karina! You filthy-minded bitch. Fuck off!
the Karina Lamone Museum. Oh, Sardell, hi. Oh, yes, I can hear you fine. Are you having a wonderful trip? Yes, everything's okay here. Five guests yesterday, three the day before. Don't worry about a thing. And oh, Sidell, you left your gloves here. You took another pair? Yes, I'll keep this pair safe for you. They're in the top drawer of your desk. Well, goodbye. Enjoy yourself. Attention, Happy Haven and guests. Would the guest who left their dentures on the table in the dining room please come to the front office to claim them? Well, Ms. Lamone, you're back in the news. Just what you show business people love. Want to hear what they're saying about you? What? Read it to me. Dying, faded, crippled star terrorizes other patients in depressing nursing home hideaway with foul language and alcoholic rages. And there's even a picture of you. Those bastards. Where the hell did they get a photo? Who the hell let reporters in here? Now, Karina. How did they find out I'm here? Calm down. Bastards. Why can't the fucking media let me alone? Who did this to me? I'll kill them. Karina, put down that plate. Karina! Ashley, for years I scrimp and save for this trip to Europe. Is that so much to ask out of life? Take a few weeks off from my job? My first vacation in years? A trip to Europe? No, Sardell. All my life I've worked hard to support myself on this measly salary. I go off to Europe, my dream come true, all the time thinking I left the museum in good hands. And what happens? You betray me. You betray the directors. You betray Karina. Oh, I didn't mean to do it. How could you do it? How did it happen? Well, it just slipped out. It just slipped out that Karina is not living in her beautiful villa in Rome, but is crippled and in a wheelchair in the Happy Haven Inn-assisted living facility in Tampa, Florida? Well, he kept at me, forced me into it. He forced you into giving him your name? Lordy, he even spelled it right. They even snapped a picture of her. Karina's ravaged face all over the newsstand, all over the world. I saw it in Paris. Oh, it just ruined, ruined, ruined my whole trip, I can tell you that. The directors say I have to fire you, Ashley, and they're right. I should never have left you in charge. Well, can I come to the anniversary gala anyway? It would upset the directors. Besides, you wouldn't have the right thing to wear. Attention, Happy Haven and guests. Would the guest who double parked their walker 
near the dining room door, please pick it up at the nurse's station. You're never going to forgive me? You behaved like a two-year-old. Your temper tantrum was disgraceful. That reporter was just doing his job. You should be glad they're writing about you again after all these years. Can't you understand that I don't want the world to see me like this? Old and ugly and crippled and powerless? Getting old is nature's way. Besides, I think you've aged rather well. You're still beautiful, and God knows you have all your marbles. But tell me, Karina, why do you harbor such rage? Why shouldn't I? Let me count the ways. Because I'm old, no longer healthy, free. I want to be young and healthy and beautiful again, and free as a bird again. You were never free, my dear. You are entrapped by your fame, celebrity, and carefully designed persona. The ravishing beauty, the great star, the hard-as-nails, tough-minded, foul-mouthed, hard-drinking broad. Then you made out of this your own prison. Shut everybody out. Your family, your husbands, your lovers. And you shut yourself out. Lost touch with your real self. Why did you lose Mary Lou Higginbottom? I had to shake off my past. Because you were poor? Because people made fun of you and your family and your little shack? Tell me about Mary Lou Higginbottom. You have hidden her too long. I wanted to lose Mary Lou Higginbottom because I hated her. Because she was soft. Because she let herself get hurt. The truth, Karina. Why did you hate her? Because, because, my mother's lodgers, we were so poor, my mother had to take in lodgers. Go on. Some of them slept in the barn, on the back porch if it wasn't too cold. One night I had to use the outhouse. I had just turned eleven. I heard the door creak open. I can still hear that creaking sound. It was two of the lodgers, drunk as skunks, of course. They started to laugh. Then one of them grabbed me and dragged me out of the outhouse and threw me down to the ground and violated me. The other one ran to the house and got the other lodgers. They took turns. Oh, my dear Karina. Daddy would have killed them if he knew. I've never told anyone else. Never told any of my husbands. They would have understood. They loved you. None of those men ever loved me. Well, I do. Of course you do. You, you sweet man. After what a bad girl I've been. Thank you. I appreciate it. No. I mean, I really love you. Not just as a friend, as in, in love. As in your god-awful film, Desert Me Not, Love. We're too old! You always grabbed happiness where you could find it. And I can't help it. 
I'm only human. You're still irresistible. Incorrigible, but irresistible. But you're younger than I am. Oh, what the hell. I always liked young studs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ashley, have you come to apologize to me? No, I've come to get my job back. I thought you understood, dear. You have them. What, Ashley? I have what? Karina's photo albums. You've been taking them little by little. Oh, why, Ashley, I resent that accusation. I figured it out while you were in Europe. I was browsing through the desk drawer, and I noticed tiny slivers of leather stuck to the gloves you left in there. The same leather as the photo albums, black and gold. You know how they're peeling at the binding? That's when it dawned on me that you have the albums. You've been taking them home with you. Now, Ashley, that is ridiculous. Why on earth would I do that? I can look at them here whenever I want to. I resent your implication, really I do. You took the albums home so you could look at the pictures whenever you want to. Because you're so obsessed with her. Because you live through her. Because you have no life of your own. Ashley, how can you say such terrible things? Get out of here now! No, if you don't give me my job back, I'll tell the directors you've been stealing Karina's photo albums. Then they'll fire you, too. Why, Ashley, I didn't know you had it in you. All right, you can come back. I'll tell the directors you've apologized to my satisfaction and that I really can't get along without you. I can come to the gala? I'll loan you an outfit. Now, let's get back to work. There's a pile of dust under my desk. It, it's nice to see her eating in the dining room again. We've been taking our meals in her room. Well... I've missed her. I really have. Mrs. Richmond, you can talk to me directly, you know. You don't have to go through Florence like she's translating. Like I'm a child. Like I'm not here. I am still here, damn it. I'm sorry, Miss Lamone. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. It's just... Well, to tell you the truth, I don't know what to say. I'm just so sorry about the professor. That's really all you need to say. Thank you. It's a shame he had to pass so young. He didn't pass. He died. He's dead. Dead. Gone. Gone forever. My last chance for happiness. We, we were planning to be married. Get me out of here, Florence. Take me back to my room. I have to go to work now. You won't do anything foolish. Like... Suicide? Like you tried after husband number three? Four. Whatever. I won't do anything foolish. Though I've got nothing left to live for. 
That's not true. The professor would want you to keep going. Enjoy what you can in life. Right. Now go, dear. You've been wonderful. Film legend Karina Lamone was found near death last night by healthcare aides in the Happy Haven Inn in Tampa, Florida. Sources report Lamone apparently attempted suicide by mixing large quantities of sleeping pills and alcohol. Fuck. I couldn't even kill myself right. Good. The F word. You're feeling better. Go out and buy me some cigarettes. You cannot smoke. You almost died. Miss Karina Lamone's line. I'm sorry, she can't talk to anyone yet. Who is it? May I ask who's calling? It's the man from your museum. Carl, yes. I'm going to live, damn it. Too bad for you. You could have laid out my body in your museum. Triple the admission price. I told you no, I will not come to the anniversary gala. Anyway... I'm too weak to travel. I could take you. It would be good for you. Take your mind off things. Well, Carl, I'd have to have a limo from the airport. No press there, right, Carl? You personally guarantee it? Oh, all right. If I'm up to it. Goodbye. Why did I say yes? You're thrilled. Get me some cigarettes, damn it. (laughs) Miss Lamone, you're really here. Welcome to the 20th anniversary gala of your museum. We are so very, very honored. Thank you, Miss O'Malley. Please, everyone, continue your festivities. Just ignore me. May I get you a glass of wine, Miss Lamone? No, no thank you, dear. I never imbibe. The museum looks lovely. My favorite color roses. You remembered, Miss O'Malley. How could I forget? I know everything about you, Miss Lamone. You think you do, but you know me as I was. Certainly not what I'm like now. Why, I am your greatest fan. I never tire of caring for your beautiful things. Looking at your private photo albums. Watching your welcoming videotape. Ah, yes, that videotape. Out of date, full of lies, just like your tour spiel. Perhaps we should make a new one that tells the truth. Oh, no, I love this one. Oh, no, Miss Lamone, I would never allow that. You would never allow it? Since when do you have control over my life? You may 
think you have control over my past, but I control my present. I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Lamone. I didn't mean to upset you. I would never do anything to upset you. You just did, Sidale. Why, I've always worshipped you. Misplaced, Miss O'Malley. You have no right to worship me. And I have no right to be worshipped. You honor an illusion. Not what I really was. What I am today. See, I told you we shouldn't lie about her living in a beautiful villa in Rome. Shush, Ashley. Miss, what's your name? Mrs. Hines. Ashley, like in Gone with the Wind, Hines. I'm Sidell's assistant. Mrs. Hines is right. You shouldn't have lied. I shouldn't have asked you to lie. Your legend was very important to me. You are not the woman I idolized. I am not worthy of your misplaced idolatry, Miss O'Malley. I am only a human being. A very flawed human being. An old woman full of regrets. Young man, are you photographing me with that cell phone? Carl, I distinctly requested no photographs. Who are you? God damn it, are you a fucking reporter? Yes! You're that goddamn reporter that snuck into the Happy Haven. I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Lamone. My editor ordered me to get another story. Get out. Th- please, let me stay. I'm a big fan. I always have been. All right. But no story. No pictures. No story, no pictures. How can I trust you? You reporters are all scum. Can't you do something else to earn a living? Aren't you writing the great American novel? Well, I have written a screenplay. In fact, there's a part in it you would be perfect for. I know this is presumptuous, but I'd love it if you would consider appearing in it. Appearing in? That sounds like a small part. Well, I can make the part bigger. It's a juicy role. Very challenging. I'm in a wheelchair, in case you haven't noticed. I can rewrite the part to accommodate that. I have an indie interested in it. Indie? The independent film company. Oh, oh, of course. The indies. They'd be thrilled if they knew you were attached to the project. Pitch me the story. Well, think Vertigo meets Whatever Happened to Baby Jane with a dash of Meet Me in St. Louis. We couldn't pay you much, of course, not what you're used to. Hmm. Let me show you my Oscar, my dear. The Karina Lamone Museum was produced by Missing Link. Written by Marsha Rudin. Directed, edited, and mixed by Janice Rivera. Performed by... Pat Nicklin as Karina. Becky Helton as Seidel O'Malley. Charlene Sloan as Ashley. Peter Halverson as The Professor. Elizabeth Replogle as Susan. Michael Reed as The Young Man. Melissa Dunlap as Florence. Original music by Chris Bordeaux and Micah Budo. Subscribe, download, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter or visit us at betweenacts.show. Between Acts is a Missing Link production, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content.